0: Hello and welcome to Have Gun Will Travel from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Without a gun, there's only one way I can meet your challenge. I'm waiting. Whenever you're ready.
0: Have Gun, Will Travel, mm-hmm. starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin, San Francisco, 1875, the Carlton Hotel, headquarters of a man called Paladin.
1: Oh, uh, Mr. Paladin? Yes, hey, boy. That Mr. Whiteyhead, just here talking to you? Yeah. He must be a very rich a man. Well, how's that? He give very small tip. <laughs> yes, he is rich, eh, hey boy? Disgustingly so. But maybe he feels a little pinched at the moment. He just lost $80,000. Oh, that's most awful mighty big lot of money. Are he gambling, man? No, he lost it in one of the most rugged mountain areas of the state. Whoa. Well, Ah, uh, see, no me, that pretty careless. He owns a mine up in the northern Sierras. One of his gold shipments, $80,000 worth, disappeared. How did this gold disappear? Nobody knows. There's only one narrow trail leading up to Mr. Whitehead's mine, and as far as they know, it's the only way in or out. The bullion left the mine, but never came out at the bottom of the trail. The gold, the guards, and the mules, they just vanished. That is very strange. With the Wells Fargo mule train, those animals are all branded. They can be recognized anywhere. They've been watching, expecting them to show up someplace dead or alive, but so far, no one has found them. Indeed, most uh, mystified. Yeah, certainly is. Yes, sir. Are you going to find gold for Mr. Whitehead? Well, he said I could name my own fee. Oh, Oh, Miss Awadi had placed himself in position to receive most discomforting statement for services (laughs) rennet. Hey, boy, if I find the gold, we'll make it a good one. And add a little extra to make up that tip for you.
2: Tastes good
3: like a cigarette should. Winston gives you real flavorful, rich
4: tobacco flavor. Winston's easy drawing to the flavor comes right through to you. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. A modern filter, sure. Winston has it, but that's only the beginning of a Winston. Up front, up where it really counts, Winston packs exclusive filter blend. Light, flavorful tobaccos, specially selected and specially processed for filter smoking. Filter blend. That's why it's fun to smoke Winston, America's best-selling filter cigarette.
2: Winston tastes good like a cigarette should.
1: When I reached the snow-covered slopes of the Sierras, I rode for several hours through a maze of jagged cuts and gullies, leading nowhere, it seemed. Finally, in a narrow canyon, I came upon a pack train of mules, miserable, hungry, and half-frozen. They were not Wells Fargo mules, and they were not carrying gold bullion, but they were laden with food stores and ordinary mining equipment. Nearby, I found the body of a man, half-buried in the snow. He had frozen to death. I felt the least I could do was take the mules on to a spot where they might find forage. So I led them out of the canyon and past the snow drifts. Come on. Come on there, mule. Move. Move. Stop. Who oh, You might as well know there's
3: guns on you from all sides. What's that? Stay right where you are. I'm coming down. glad to see you. you got to be Jake Sidell. I'm Frenchie uh-huh. Bodine.
1: Well, uh, sure good to see a friendly face. Uh, what's this about guns on me from all sides?
3: That's right. My boys spotted around the rocks up here. I can't take no chances. You make one false move, Blango.
1: Well... Uh, I have no intention in making a false move. I i guess you know that.
3: How do I know? <laughs> Rita says you're all right, but how do I know? I can't take no chances.
1: Oh, sure. Sure, I understand.
3: Well, you have any trouble following that map? A map? Well, I'm here. We couldn't get down yesterday, like we said. The storm. Uh, it, it worked out. We got no time to waste, but before we go up... Just a couple of things. Now, your horse.
1: What about my horse?
3: There ain't a horse alive to make that trail ahead. We got a place for him hidden back in the canyon. He'll be all right. There's shelter, food. One of the boys looks after him. I see. And then, uh, your gun. My gun? you understand. Frida says you're okay, but I don't know you. I can't take no chances.
1: Sorry, I'm not giving up my gun.
3: Look, Seidel, I told you we got no time to waste. Now, just keep in mind it's your mules we need, not you. I always figure a deal's a deal, but I don't let that figure never get in my way.
1: Joe? Yeah, boss?
3: Take his gun and then search him good. See if he's got a knife hidden on him. No offense, Seidel. You see how it is,
0: don't you?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'm beginning to. Here's
0: his gun, boss. Hey, classic. (laughs) Well, will you looky here.
3: (laughs) A derringer. Well, da de da Now, ain't that cute? Is that it, Joe? That's it. Well, Seidel, I guess we're ready to go. Bet you'll be glad to see Frida, huh? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I sure will.
3: Joe, you and Petey bring up his pack train. We'll go on ahead. Sure, boss. Tell other boys to follow the train. We got to have everybody there to start loading. I got mules saddled for us, Sidell. We got a real tough trip ahead. Hope you're up to it. Oh, I'm... I'm looking forward
4: to it. Constipation is something people don't talk much about. But it can be a problem for anyone, even doctors. And when constipation occurs it's interesting to see just what doctors consider important about a laxative they might use or recommend. Now, a majority of the doctors we heard from had this to say. A laxative should be effective, gentle, as close to natural acting as possible, and a medicine that can be used with complete confidence. Well, pleasant-tasting chocolate X lax is effective. Overnight, it helps you toward your normal regularity. Ex-Lax is gentle, Next morning, it gives you the closest thing to natural action. And that's why many doctors and millions of people use X-Lax with complete confidence. X-Lax, the laxative that helps you toward your normal regularity gently, overnight. Is X-Lax in your medicine cabinet?
1: Frenchie Bodine had mistaken me for a man named Jake Seidel all I could do was to go along and hope for the right answer. I mounted the saddle mule he pointed out to me and followed Bodine up the canyon. About a mile further on, we seemed to reach a dead end, but he guided his mount through a mossy rock formation and motioned me to go ahead of him, and we started to climb. The trail was no more than a narrow ledge that twisted up along a sheer, craggy cliff. We rode silently. I had time to wonder about a lot of things, but... Most of all, I wondered if the trail would ever end. Tiedel? Hmm? Oh. Oh, yeah?
3: Almost there. Good. Maybe you think it's kind of funny me bringing you in on this deal.
1: Well, yes, I wondered about it.
3: me, I'm like that. You got something I want... I got something you want, so we make a deal. All fair and square. And you go your way, I go mine. That's the way I am.
1: I can't argue with that.
3: I never have any trouble.
1: Say, the, the trail up ahead there looks like it drops off.
3: <laughs> kind of scary, ain't it? No, the trail goes on around and up to the top. And we're going to make a sharp turn. And then you've got a surprise coming. The mule knows the way. You just hang on. Ooh, easy, easy boy. Easy yeah. boy.
1: Huh. Wow.
3: Sure is surprising, ain't it? You ever figure this canyon was up here?
1: Never. Those rock walls go straight up 60, 70 feet maybe, huh?
3: Pretty steep, ain't they? And on top's the flats. That's where we've kept the gold. That's where we're going to do the loading. Well, come on. Where now? Now we'll go see Frida. She's more than likely in the shack over there.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Frida. Now, before we go inside, let me tell you, if this works out okay, there's no reason why you can't come in on the next deal with us. Of course, we'll have to lay low for a while, but I don't see no reason why we can't pull the same stunt again.
1: Oh, I don't see
3: why not. If it worked once. And you see from the flats up there, there's a hidden path on the other side that leads down to the Whitehead Mine Trail. Nobody knows about it. Shove a few rocks around, you can't see it, even when you know it's there. Huh. It's pretty clever. You pick your time, wait for him, push a few guns at him, Before they know what's happened, you got the whole kit and caboodle up there on the flats. Mules, guards, and gold.
1: Yeah, what about the
3: guards? Yeah, we had a shoot then. You mean you just... you murdered them? Well, now, you can't get squeamish, Sidell, when you're playing for high stakes. I never had a chance at the big stuff before now, and I ain't letting anything get in my way. Of course, we had to get rid of the mules, too. They was all marked. And that's where I came in? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Frida told me about you and your pack train. That's when I got in touch with you. Nobody will ever know we've packed that gold on your mules. Now, I couldn't tell you all this in that message I sent, but now you know. You know the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I do, don't I? Let's go. Maybe you think I'm a big blabbermouth talking too much. But that's the way I am. I lay it on the line. I still ain't taking no chances, see? Because I got the guns. I got your guns and I got my guns.
1: I'm quite aware of that.
3: But even if I didn't have the guns, I could still break you to pieces with my bare hands if I had a mind to. You've made your point quite clear, <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Go on in. Rita? Yes? Well, here he is. Jake Seidel. Uh, it's, um, good to see you, Frida. I... Well now, now what's the matter? Here, Frida's been saying how she couldn't wait to see her old pal from back there in Frisco. When, now you both stand there acting like you never seen each other before.
2: Well, ain't that the truth? I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jake, you old horse thief. Give me a big hug. Well. Is that any way to treat an old friend? <laughs> yeah,
1: Frida, you are a friend.
2: Oh, I'll bet you were worried about Frenchie. Frenchie's not jealous. Are you, Frenchie? No,
3: nah, I ain't jealous of an old friend. An old friend's good. Well,
2: I told Frenchie all about back there in Frisco. Back when I was at the Hippodrome.
3: Nah, what's then was then, what's now is now.
2: Jake Seidel, what do you know? We've got a lot to talk about.
3: Yes, we we have.
2: You know, when Frenchie needed the mules, I said, you just get in touch with Jake Seidel. There's a man you can trust.
1: Well, thanks, Frida. Thanks for a feeling you can trust me.
3: Uh, the mules will be coming in. I'll head them up to the flats. We'll go up by foot, Seidel. I'll show you the way in a minute. we got to get loaded.
1: All right. Who are you? My name is Paladin.
2: What happened to Jake?
1: I don't know for sure. But I can guess that he was the man I found dead in the snow.
2: Jake, dead?
1: Well, I can only guess. Was he a good friend? Yes. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry, too. I needed him. Why are you here?
1: Well, because it seemed the best way to stay alive. Hey, tie Come
3: on, let's go. He's calling you. We haven't got time to waste.
2: If you get a chance, come back here. I want to talk to you.
1: I'll try. Thanks again, Frida.
0: Take your teenagers. Give them a stereo one portable by Columbia, and there's a new sound of pleasure in your home and a brand-new kind of fun. Only Columbia gives you a big six-speaker stereo portable phonograph with all the rich tone and range of big console models, and it's only $139.95. Columbia has a wide selection of portable phonographs, and they're all flawlessly engineered by CBS Electronics. They all play any and all records, 45, 78s, and the new LP and stereo records, and play them better with true big sound. You just can't buy a better portable than a stereo-one portable phonograph by Columbia. You can't find a better buy, either. Portable prices start as low as $39.95. Christmas is the time to give your youngsters a gift from which they'll get fun and pleasure all through the year. Time to give them a stereo one portable phonograph by Columbia, number one in the wonderful world of sound. Bodine's special way up to
1: the flats from the cabin was just a series of uneven and irregular footholds chipped into the side of the sheer rock cliff. When we reached the rim over 60 feet up, the men were coming up the trail with the mule train. Our job was to dump the loads of flour and blasting powder that the train had carried and refill the sacks with the gold ingots that were lined up in stacks by the ledge. Then the men loaded them back on the mules along with picks and shovels and other mining equipment for a neat disguise. Then Bodine sent me down to let Frida know we had finished while he got the men and the train started back down the grade. When I got to the cabin, Frida was busy preparing supper.
2: Is Frenchie coming down? Yeah,
1: in a few minutes. Did you know that gold up there belongs to the Whitehead Mining Company?
2: What's that got to do with you? Well,
1: I was hired by Mr. Whitehead to find that gold. No. Frida, why did you protect me when I walked in this afternoon?
2: Because I need you to help me. When Frenchie agreed to bring Jake up here, I thought that would be my chance. When you walked in instead of Jake, I decided I would have to take my chances with you. Will you help me?
0: Help you to do what?
2: To get away from here. Get me away from Frenchie Bodine.
1: But somehow I thought that you and Bodine were married.
2: No. I loved him once. That was before I knew what kind of a person he really is. I'm afraid of him. And I can't stand it any longer. You have to help me.
1: But how? I haven't been able to figure out a way out of this myself yet.
2: You won't live to get out of it if Frenchy has his say.
1: Frida, have you got a gun here in this cabin?
2: No, but I think I can get one for you while the men are eating. Frenchy!
3: Well, now, uh, ain't that interesting? Frenchy! I'm obliged to you for leaving the door cracked. Made it easier for me to hear what you two had to say. Frenchy, Ah. Uh... Nobody ever double-crossed Frenchy Bodine, not even you,
0: Frida! Oh.
3: Bodine! Stay out of this. Your turn's coming. No, no! Don't run, Freda, don't run! Well, Dean, why stay you... Stay back or I'll shoot you too. No. I ain't gonna use this gun. Because it's gonna do me more good to rip you to pieces with my hands. These hands... <laughs> Now, that's just the beginning. Get up.
1: You come and get me, Bodine.
3: I told you nobody double crosses me.